Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Our topic for today, we entitled this, The Fight to Win. You see, we have so many fights in our journey in this life. We have so many fights. But, you know, uh, there is one fight. I call it the real fight, okay? The, the fight that we all must win, okay? This is the fight uh, that we all must win, okay? So, um, let's begin. You see, uh, if, if you've been a Christian for quite some time right now, I believe you have read uh, the Matthew chapter 5, you know, the, the Gospels. And uh, in the Gospels, you will read that in heaven, there are those who are great in the kingdom of heaven and those who are least. In fact, uh, the Bible, the Lord Jesus Christ also mentioned that there is one who is least of the least. And uh, you know what? Uh, maybe in this life, uh, for us right now, this doesn't sound real or realistic. But so one day soon, you, we will know when we get there or in the next life, we know that there are those who are great in the kingdom of heaven and those who, are, who belong to the least. Now, uh, so my point is that there are those who will be richly welcomed in heaven, and that is also biblical, and some simply saved by the bell. One example to that is, you know, remember when Jesus, they, when he was hung, when they crucified him on the cross, there were two uh, prisoners with him, uh, which they hung also, the Roman soldiers. And one of the, 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 the prisoners, of prisoners uh, with Jesus on the cross believed. Okay, at the last moment before <laughs> the end of his life, he said, Lord, remember me when you enter into the, your kingdom. And Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ told him, today you will be with me in paradise. So that person is one of the examples that, you know, uh, that is saved by the bell. <laughs> Just, you know, right before uh, he died, you know, he believed. Hallelujah. <laughs> He's saved. But uh, th those people whom we call uh, great in the kingdom of heaven, of course, these are the people who have done, who have glorified God with their lives during their lifetime. Okay? And so, and so, uh, there are those who will be called great in the kingdom of heaven and least in the kingdom of heaven. Now, you may ask, how can we avoid becoming part of the least of the kingdom of heaven? How can we avoid that? Okay, or how can we become successful? Now, the key to success in the eyes of God, of course, is what? Knowing the right fight to fight for. Okay, do you know the right fight to fight for? Or are you fighting the wrong fights? <laughs> now, how do we know that we are fighting the right fight or the, 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 the good fight? And how do we know that we, we're writing the wrong fights in, in our life? How do we know that we're fighting a noble fight? 
Okay? An honorable fight or uh, we're just chasing after the wind. Okay? So, friends, uh, stay with us. Uh, and uh, I'd like to uh, throw uh, the following questions. Okay? Question number one is that, what is the fight that brings glory and honor to God? Or, what is the fight that is highly, so highly recognized in the kingdom of God? What is the fight that's, you know, that is uh, honorable before God? Okay? Now, number one, okay, the fight to win. What is the fight to win? Okay, so number one, the fight to win is the good fight of faith. I know that some of you have already, okay, guessed what I want to, my point is, what my point is, because uh, if you're familiar with scriptures, you know uh, what I'm talking about, okay? You, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So the fight to win is the good fight of faith. It is the good fight. It's, this is the real fight, my friends. So we, if you are fighting the right fight, which is the good fight of faith, keep on fighting. Okay? In our local language, in our dialect, in the Philippines, we, uh, we say, laban lang. Okay? Keep on fighting. Laban lang. Now, this fight is called, again, the good fight of faith. Okay? Not a mere fight against flesh and blood. It's not the kind of fight that we are acquainted, you know, uh, computer games like wars, okay, uh, like the what's happening in Russia and Ukraine and in other countries right now. Uh, that's not the kind of uh, fight that I'm referring to. I'm not referring to World War III, okay? That is not the fight that we are called to fight for. Okay, if you want to fight the right fight, the real fight, and that will give you dignity in the eyes of God, you must understand that our fight is not against flesh and blood. Okay, not fighting over the things of this world, not fighting over a piece of land, okay, not against our fellow men, not against our um, let's say troublesome neighbors. If you have neighbors that are, you know, you don't like and they don't like you, it's not that kind of fight. Not a family feud, not a family fight. It's not a fight between uh, our children, our parents, our relatives. That's that's not the fight I'm referring to. Not uh, not even a fight in our office, in our work uh, field. Uh, not a fight with our uh, office mates, subordinates with our peers, classmates, or whatever, okay? That's not the kind of fight. Not against, not, not against government leaders, not against politicians. It, it's, it does not concern the politics, not over election, uh, and whom to vote for, who won the election, or not even uh, about uh, the sports, Okay? Not even about that. Who, who will get the championship game this season or, you know, whatever. Okay? It's not that kind of argument, not that kind of, of fight that, that is, uh, we were called for to, to, give, to bring glory to God. That's not the kind of fight. Not the fight or even, not even the debate over 
eschatological uh, teachings, you know, the, the, the end time teachings like pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. That's that's not it. Okay, that's not the fight that we should, that we must win. Okay, um, so since that's not the kind of fight that we're referring to, so uh, so what kind of fight? Okay, our fight is a fight against evil forces of darkness. What do I mean by that? Because you see, if God is real, the devil is real, fallen angels is real, they're all real, okay? Demonic forces is real, okay? And they are here to tempt people, to disturb, to destroy. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, Okay, so our fight is against the kingdom of, of darkness. Our fight is against sin. Okay, our fight is against the evil forces of darkness. It's against sin. It's against the deeds of darkness. Okay, you can read Galatians chapter 5, the deeds of the flesh. So that is where our fight is. Okay, we fight, we, 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 we make sure that we don't yield to, to the deeds of the flesh, to temptations, to, to deceptions, okay? Um, we fight against the lies of the devil. It's against selfishness, okay? Against deception. Or against anything that leads people astray or that leads people to, to hell, to eternal punishment. So our fight... It's that kind of fight. That's why, how do we fight uh, false teachings? How do we fight uh, deception? Uh, how do we fight uh, the thing that leads people to to hell, to astray, to, to, to darkness? We preach the gospel, okay? That is how we fight this kind of fight. We preach the gospel. Because in the gospel, okay, for those who will believe the gospel, they will be saved. All right? Of course, what is the gospel? The gospel is who Jesus is, what he did, and what he did. And, you know, for, for the person to be saved, he needs to hear the gospel, believe the gospel, repent from his sins, and follow Jesus. Okay? So, very simple, right? Uh, but that not really that simple, okay, to, to many because they, they find it difficult to understand the gospel unless the Holy Spirit will enable them to understand the gospel. So, again, uh, the fight, this fight is called what? The good fight of faith. Number two, fighting the good fight of faith involves staying away from sin and going after righteousness and godliness, okay? We, we go for the things of God. We go after God. So, so you see, like, you know, your flesh doesn't want to go to church, doesn't want to worship, doesn't want to pray. But you see, we, we fight against those kind of uh, feelings that, you know, we, we, we don't feel like... Uh, you know, interceding for the lost. We don't feel like sharing the gospel. We don't feel like, you know, if you don't feel like doing that, you know what? You have to tap yourself and say, hey, <laughs> why is the downcast? Oh, my soul, put your hope in God and, and start doing uh, the, the things that God commanded us to do, which is the Great Commission. We were called to go and make disciples, okay? Win the lost and you know, win the lost 
and train the found. All right? So we have to do the Great Commission and finish the work. So, friends, ladies and gentlemen, we are fighting, okay, a good fight of faith. Now, let me read to you 1 Timothy chapter 6, okay, uh, verse 12, but let me start with verse 11. It says, But you, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness from all, you know, the things of this world. That is not noble, okay? That is not honorable before God. So flee from sin <clears throat> and pursue righteousness and godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. And in verse 12, take note, verse 12 says, fight the good fight of the faith or fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you were made, uh, when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses, in the sight of God who gives life to everything and of Christ Jesus, who while testifying before Pontius Pilate made a good confession. I charge you to keep this command without spot or blame until the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ, which God will bring about in his own time. Okay? God, the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords. That means to say Jesus is not just man, but he is God. He is the King of kings. He is Lord of lords. So read that. That is in verse 15. So the point here, my friends, is that we fight a good fight of faith. Okay, remember that is in verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. And how do we do that? We pursue righteousness. We pursue godliness. Okay, we pursue faith. We pursue love. We pursue endurance, patient endurance, and gentleness. So that is the kind of fight we are to fight for. Okay, not wars. Okay, not those wars in other countries. But what? We fight against the evil forces of darkness, the deeds of darkness. And how do we do that? We pursue righteousness. We're, we pursue what is right before God. We pursue godliness. That is the fight, okay? And uh, number three, we only have five points here. So um, we're almost, I hope it's, we're, we're almost done. Okay, number three, fighting the good fight of faith is about making a choice. Okay, let me read that again. Number three, fighting the good fight of faith is about making a choice. What choice? The choice to do the will of God. Okay, number four, to fight the good fight of faith means that we abide in Christ despite the prevailing circumstances. Okay, okay, despite all that we see we read uh, that we read in the news okay despite all of those things you know drought here earthquakes there uh, uh, flooding here and then the famine in that country uh, you know well friends despite all of that that we remain in Christ okay even if we go through famine, we go through hardships, we go through those difficulties and all those uh, disasters, um, 
you know, remain in Christ. Abide in Christ. Okay, I remember the song, uh, Rejoice in the Lord, right? Uh, it says, It doesn't depend on the circumstance, the strength of my arm or my voice. It doesn't depend on the way I feel. I made up my mind and I've got to rejoice. You see, it doesn't depend on the circumstance. But you, we should make up our minds to rejoice in the Lord always. Because our task, okay, you see, our role is to please God. Alright? So, that is our fight. We fight to do what is right. Okay? Doing what is right. All right? I know in this world right now, the Bible says, uh, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of many will grow cold. But the Bible continued to say, after that scripture, it says, but those who will endure to the end will be saved. Meaning to say, people will, will start to, you know, be cold. Uh, they will lose their zeal in the Lord, and then, you know, they will stop going to church, and then uh, they, they, they don't have the, the kind of uh, enthusiasm that he, they had before, okay, before the pandemic, but now it's like, you know, it's uh, slowing down, okay, and uh, well, to the point that people will leave the faith, you know, is, is that in the Bible? I thought that once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're saved forever. Once saved, always saved. Well, that is true if you continue in Christ. But you see, in Timothy, the Bible says in the book of Timothy that uh, the, the, the Holy Spirit clearly says, okay, the Holy Spirit clearly says that in the last days, you know, there will be those who will Abandon the faith. They will leave the faith. That means to say that these people are already in the faith. You cannot leave the faith. You cannot abandon the faith unless you are in the faith. Meaning to say these people are Christians. They believe. They are in the faith. They belong to the family of God. But the Holy Spirit said, the Holy, not just that. You, you read your scriptures. It says in Timothy, the Holy Spirit clearly says that in the last days many will abandon the faith there will be those who will abandon the faith see so my point here friends is that you have to fight the good fight fight for your faith okay remain in christ abide in christ amen okay so again number four to fight the good fight of faith that means to us what that means that we are to continue in Christ, that we must remain. Where is that in the Bible? It's in John chapter 15. Okay, you read the, 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 the chap, uh, chapter 15 of the book of John and you'll see that we are uh, encouraged. We were told, we were given instruction to continue in the Lord. Amen. 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 Let me read to you Colossians, Colossians chapter 1. Uh, that's verse, verse 23, but I'd like to begin with verse 21. Colossians 1, 21, all the way to verse 23. <coughs> okay. It says, verse 21, Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior... 
But now, He has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in His sight, in God's sight, without blemish and free of accusation. You see? Hallelujah! So, this is the plan of God. That Jesus has to die in our place. It was a substitutionary death on the cross so that we don't need to die for our sins. So he took our place. Jesus took our place. He became man to represent man. Okay? But he was not really man. He was God. He became man. He left his deity. Uh, I mean... You know, he, 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 he took the form of a man on earth. So that's why he's 100% man, human, that time, 2,000 years ago, and 100% God because, you know, he is God. All right? So, so the thing is, what he did in the cross, he did it for us so that he can present us, verse 22, he can what? Present us holy in God's sight without blemish and free of accusation. Now, listen to verse 23. There is, however, there is a condition to that. And what is the condition? Verse 23 says, If you, if you continue in your faith, or in other words, if you continue in the faith, meaning to say, when you believe, okay, you will Take hold of it, of what you believe, okay? And, you know, remain, okay, faithful to the gospel until the end, okay? Or until the Lord takes you to, your, to himself. Okay, verse 23 again. If you continue in your faith, established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel, this is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. So you see, that is the condition. You see, the Lord died in our place. He paid for our sins. Okay, so He can present us holy and blameless to Himself. Alright? But then, ladies and gentlemen, listen. The condition is this, that we continue in the faith. And, 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 and what? What else? Not just continue in the faith, but establish, okay, and firm, okay? Uh, without, uh, no, no, wait. Establish and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. You say, you know, you are fixed, Okay? Fixed with your faith with, uh, with the, uh, in the gospel of Christ. Okay? You believe that Jesus is the Savior. And not, not doubt it. Okay? That He is your Lord and Savior. That He came to die in our place. He is our substitute. He became sin for us. That's why He was the perfect sacrifice or the perfect sin offering by God. You see, if... If Jesus did not die in our place, okay, we're all dead. We're all doomed. Why? Because after our death, we deserve judgment. We will be punished. Eternal, you know, punishment. 
It's, it's going to be forever and ever. But you know what the Lord did? So because God is just and He has to serve judgment, so instead of serving that judgment unto us, you know what Jesus did? Uh, what God did? He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, okay, to become sin offering for us. Meaning to say, instead of us dying, He died in our place. That is the gospel of Christ. That is why everyone who does not believe in Jesus will not be saved. You cannot find salvation in any religion. Yeah. I tell you that. Okay? Even if you boast that your religion is the right religion, is the first religion, is the whatever you say, the point is this. I don't want to discuss about your religion because, you know, the real issue is this. You are a sinner. Okay? You are a sinner. How will your religion save you? You are a sinner. Your religion cannot save you because you are a sinner. We are all sinners. That is the issue. Sin is the issue. Regardless of your religion, we are all sinners. But here's the good news, friend. Jesus was sent to become man, to represent man, so that whosoever believes in Jesus, who paid the price, okay, will be acquitted of sin, will be justified, will be declared by God on judgment day, acquitted from sin. And why is that? Because He died for our place. That's what we call atonement. Okay, atonement. Okay? Uh, and so, friends, ladies and gentlemen, that the Lord is offering salvation to everyone who will believe. Because He did it already. All you need to do is repent of your sins and believe in what Jesus did, in who Jesus is, and what He did in the cross. Now, now the point that I want to throw today is that once you believe, continue to believe, and continue to believe, and keep on believing, hold on to your faith until the end. Don't give up. Never, never, never give up. Okay? Never give up. Okay? Hold on to your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, in who Jesus is, who Jesus is, and what He did. You have to hold on to your faith, to your faith in the Lord Jesus, in, in the gospel of Christ. Okay? So, because, because the plan is, what is the plan? Because those who believe, their sins are forgiven. Why? Because who, those who will come under the Lordship of Christ, the benefit, okay? Being a beneficiary of the gospel, of what Jesus did in the cross, okay? And what is it? Salvation. Forgiveness of sins. That's, that's why in verse 23 it says, If you continue in the faith. So that is the condition. You must continue in the faith. Let me say that again. You must continue, 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 continue in the faith. Because if you don't continue in the faith, what's the point? Okay? So you have to read the verse. It's very simple, okay? The verse is very simple. Now, number five, number five. This is the last point. To fight the good fight of faith means that we remain loyal to Christ. It means that we have, you know, it means to stay true to God and in His Word in the face of what? In the face of persecution, in the face of discrimination because the bible says that in the last days time will come when 
you will be hated because of me, Jesus said. Meaning to say, because you are a follower of Christ, because you are a Christian, the world will hate you. You know, the, they, 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 they persecuted the prophets before. They will also persecute us because we follow the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why I'm sharing this message to you while I, while I can and while we are allowed to share this online in this platform because time will come when we cannot talk about this. We cannot speak about this because the, the, the rules will be changed and we're not allowed to discuss the scriptures, the, the word of God. So again, ladies and gentlemen, I want to, you to understand number five, the to fight the good fight of faith means that we remain loyal to Christ. That's number five. Okay? So so stay stay true to God and in His Word in the face of what? In the midst of persecution, in the midst of discrimination, in the midst of harassment, in the midst of oppression, in the midst, midst of opposition. In fact, in the, the Bible says opposition from sinners. Because who will oppose Christianity? Sinners. Who will oppose Christianity? Sinners. Okay, is that in the Bible? That's in Hebrews chapter 12. If you do not know, if you're not familiar, you read Hebrews chapter, chapter 12 and you realize that the people who will oppose, okay, who will, uh, who will go against uh, Christianity, I mean, f f the followership uh, of Jesus Christ to Jesus, towards the Lord Jesus Christ, is what? The people who are not in the side of God. Because if you are in the side of God, you will be persecuted. Okay? Where is that in the Bible? Let me read to you 2 Timothy chapter 3. Verse 12, but let's begin with 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10. Okay, we begin with verse 10 all the way to verse 13. All right. Verse 10 says, You, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance. Verse 11, persecutions, sufferings, what? kinds of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. The persecutions I endured, yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted while Okay, this is the other point. While, verse 13, while evildoers and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. <coughs> so, going back to verse 12, it says, In fact, okay, in fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be will be persecuted okay you if you are serious with you know your devotion to Christ if you are serious to you're dedicated you're so committed to follow the Lord Jesus Christ i tell you 
you will be persecuted because if you are a Christian and you have no persecution, you're not persecuted at all, I doubt if you're really a Christian. Okay? I doubt if you're a Christian because you see, you could play around. You can compromise. You, you, you know, you can play like, you know, why? Because Christians, thank you, thank you, dear. Because Christians are, you know, you know, I, there are people, there are Christians who are uh, in camouflage. <laughs> What do I mean by that? Because in their office, in their, you know, they, the, people doesn't know that they're Christians. Because they, be, they walk, they live, they act, they talk like everyone. Okay? No gospel, no, nothing that is about the Lord Jesus Christ that will come out of their mouth. Okay? They blend in with the world. That's right. So they blend with the world. So, so, People doesn't know that they're Christians. Hey, Christians, wake up. If you're a Christian, walk as Jesus did. That's what the Bible says. You have to talk about who Jesus is. You have to talk about what he did in the cross. You have to talk about, you know, testify, tell others what Jesus did for you. How he changed your life. That is our mission. All right? So... <coughs> And so, and so, we must understand that in this life, as a follower of Christ, you must accept it and get used to it that we will be persecuted. But another promise, you know, another thing that, this is a tip that I can give you, you know, in... in in this kind of fight, how can we fight the good fight of faith? It is one by focusing on God's promises. That no matter how, I mean, no matter how strong the <clears throat> the persecution, the harassment, the discriminations, the the oppression from the evil one, we will not give up. We will not yield to lies we will not give up our faith you know why because we're looking beyond this time we 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 see what's beyond this time okay right now we may be facing challenges we may be facing trials of many kinds we may be facing uh, you know a a catastrophic event or a a a, a global uh, trial, disaster, or adversity. It may be a global adversity, but let me tell you this. Okay? Let me tell you this. No matter how, how fierce the persecution is, or the persecution that we will be facing, remain in Christ. Because persecution is part of uh, the package <laughs> okay oh, oh i want to be in christ because i want to be saved i want to live uh, i want to you know to live in heaven forever well that's good but you know part of the package is that we will be persecuted if they persecuted the lord jesus christ we they will also persecute us okay so 
So friends, ladies and gentlemen, read Hebrews chapter 12. Let's read that. Hebrews chapter 12, beginning from verse 1 to verse 3. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, these are the people who lived in faith, who overcome, who conquered, who fought a good fight. Okay, the cloud of witnesses, they, 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 they showed us the way. Okay, it says, Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Okay, that is why I told you the good fight of faith. You know, what are we fighting for? We've, we, we are fighting against sin. Okay, so it says here, Throw off everything that hinders and the sin that easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Meaning to say every one of us, the Lord has appointed or assigned, uh, uh, you know, things to do, <laughs> okay, and uh, uh, trials to overcome, okay, to all of us. And it says, verse 2, fixing our eyes on who? On Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter, the author and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, listen, listen, listen. It says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. What? He endured the cross. What? Jesus endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Okay? Now, verse 3, take note. It says, Consider Him, or Jesus, the Lord Jesus, who endured such opposition from who? From sinners. You see? If Jesus was opposed by sinners, we will be opposed by what? By sinners. Okay? Because if they're not in sin, if they are redeemed, if they are born again, if they love the Lord Jesus Christ, if they understood the way of the Lord Jesus Christ, they understood godliness and righteousness, they are not going to oppose Christianity. But those who will oppose Christianity only shows that they are on the other side. Okay? So, let me say that again. Consider Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, whom, who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So that you will not grow weary. Meaning to say, so that you will persevere. You will continue. You will not give up your faith. You're not going to give up your faith. Please, don't give up your faith. Okay? Believe in the gospel. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Stay true to the Lord Jesus Christ. Be faithful. Be loyal. Okay? To Him, no matter what happens. Doesn't depend on the circumstance. Stick to Jesus. Side, side on God. Always. As all the time. Okay? All the time. Side on Him. Now, let... This is the last verse. Uh, the last verse. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. Uh, verse 6, it says, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. Now look, this is the Apostle Paul discerning, or he, he knows what's going to happen next, what's ahead of him, that uh, you know, he believes that he has done his part, he, you know, he did his best, and... Uh, it's gonna die. <laughs> it's the end of the the line, you know, it's the finish line. And verse seven, in verse seven, he said, Listen, 
I have fought the good fight. Now that is our topic. Okay? The Apostle Paul said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. Okay? So make sure before you die physically that you finish your assignment. You finish, you complete your ministry on earth, okay? Finish the work as soon as possible. So don't waste time, friends. Don't waste time. There's no time to backslide, all right? So it says here, I have, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. Now the last phrase in that sentence, it says, He said, I have kept the faith. I have kept the faith. And there is no better explanation to that phrase, I have kept the faith. But he has, you know, he did it until the end. He never gave up his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Unlike uh, uh, John the Baptist, you know, when he was in prison, he, he told his disciples, please go and tell my cousin, tell, ask Yeshua, ask Jesus if he was the one or are we going are we going to wait for another one he doubted at that point he doubted he doubted that's why the lord jesus Christ said well he's there's no greater prophet than john ever since until today <laughs> because you know he doubted so jesus told his the the disciples of john you go tell john that the the blind see the etc etc you know miracles happen so friends, I hope that will not be you. You're not one of those who will doubt the Lord Jesus Christ and who He is, but you will keep on believing that Jesus is our is the perfect sacrifice that God sent to die in our place. And not just that, that through His death we are acquitted of our sins. He became our Lord and Savior. So remain true to your confession. Just like Paul said, I have kept the faith. And in verse 8, it says, Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness. Okay? He was made what? Righteous. And given, and he is expecting the crown of righteousness, comma, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on the day, and not only to me, said the apostle, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Okay, uh, do you long that Jesus would come to take us to himself? Oh, how I wish that the Lord will take us tonight or today or right now after my preaching. <laughs> I hope, I just hope to, to see His coming. His, you know, that He would reign and establish His eternal kingdom on earth. I, how I wish, but I also know that it's not going to happen, you know, th that way because the Lord has a program. God has a program and He... Uh, he he gave us the the a copy of his program, the book of Revelation, <laughs> the sequence of the program. Okay, end times. Okay, concerning the end times, is in the book of Revelation. So you will have to read the book of Revelation so for you to have a glimpse to or understanding or an overview or an overview of what's on how it's going to be. 
The only thing that we don't know is the right day and the right time for these events to happen, but we are certain that it will come to pass because the Word of God said it will happen. All right. So, friends, we really are we we really long to see that day when you know the Lord will come with His angels and and you know and the Lord will fetch us and we're going to have a gathering up there in the air. It may not be the word rapture, but the Bible says we will be raptured. We'll be we will be caught up to be with Him. So if you don't want the word rapture, then then let's use the word caught up because that is the original version. Okay, we will be caught up. So, so friends, the point is this: Paul said, "I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith." Let us, you know, hold on. To what we believe, what we confess. This, what we just read a while ago, a verse, one of the scripture that we read is that, uh, uh, where is that? Let me see, let me see. That we continue in the faith, okay? Uh, that we don't give up, okay? Uh, and it says, uh, 1 Timothy 6, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, it says, Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called, okay, when, listen to this, that's verse 12, uh, last part. When you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses, meaning to say, you believe. And because you believe, you made a confession. You say, I believe in Jesus, that he died in the cross, he paid for my sins, and he rose from the dead on the third day. Okay, that's why there is what we call salvation prayer or sinner's prayer. Because it's, it's, it's a prayer where you turn away from sin and you made the confession or the commitment, you know, to come under the Lordship of Christ and that you cannot save yourself and that you confess Jesus is Lord. That is in Romans chapter 10. Okay, if you want a definite scripture, read the book of Romans chapter 10. It's clear. Okay, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans chapter 10 verses 9 to 10. Okay, so that is why in order for you to be born again, you need to hear the gospel first. And then because you believe, you make, you, you make a confession that you believe in Jesus. Okay, so... My and then now that you believe in Jesus, you belong to the family of God. So the next thing is this: that you continue to follow the Lord Jesus Christ until the end. Okay, remain in Christ, abide in the Lord Jesus Christ. All right. So so that is why the apostle Paul said, "I have fought the good fight," meaning to say he never, never, not even a shadow. Uh, of doubt, okay, he held to to his uh, faith or belief, belief in the gospel, okay. Um, and it says, "I have finished the race, okay. He has done his homework. He has completed his ministry, and he said, "I have kept the faith that is 
2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 7 I have kept the faith I I hope I really hope that all of you who are watching this sermon this preaching online preaching I hope you will not forget you know this passage of scripture where where it says I have kept the faith because you know what if you're still here if we're still here when the temple is constructed and 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 they will change the rules and and, and the persecution will arise and 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 God allowed it and God will allow this the Bible says it's gonna happen so if you know if we're still here if we are still here so that's the point if we're still here then please stay loyal to God keep the faith keep the faith never ever quit don't quit on God friends don't quit on God this is the fight that we all must conquer this is the fight that we all must win this is what is this fight the fight of what the good fight to faith it's holding on it's keeping the faith okay that is the fight that we need to fight for and that we need to win That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless. <laughs>